Welcome to the Fox One podcast, where we investigate UFOs and related topics. I am Rex, your host and fellow UFO enthusiast. Now let's dive into the subject of today, commercial pilots and UFOs. Okay then, we have reached the end of 2022, and this is the last podcast of this year. And I was looking at the various subjects we've been dealing with so far, which include Antarctica, uh, UFO design, uh, Phoenix Lights, um, the Nimitz uh, Tic Tac UFO, among others, uh, also Amuamua, and uh, Papua New Guinea Meteor, and last week's Wisconsin Firefly UFOs. In general, subjects dealing with types of UFOs, different locations and sightings. And for this last episode of the year, I was thinking of looking at commercial pilots and UFOs. Because recently there have been a couple of interesting sightings by non-military pilots. And there is a difference. If you look for instance at their mission, commercial pilots basically, um, they transport something from A to B. While military pilots can be assigned to investigate something. Uh, let's say a ra- an object detected by radar. So they're sent out there to specifically look at whatever needs to be investigated. Take, for instance, the USS Nimitz F-18s sent out to investigate a radar object, which later on appeared to be the Tic Tac UFO. Commercial pilots, on the other hand, they have another job to do, which is transporting something, mostly, and they see UFOs without looking for anything special. They simply come across UFOs. And when they come across one, they also have different sensors, or systems. Fighter pilots, for instance, they've got like flare, forward-looking infrared, radar, sometimes night vision. While commercial pilots, they basically only do visual sightings. And then when they see one, they take their camera or their phone and take a picture or video. So with the USS Nimitz F-18s, you can see a flare camera tracking the Tic Tac UFO. For a while, you can see it's moving and uh, making maneuvers. But when it comes to commercial pilot sightings, well, if you get a snapshot, you're lucky. Even better, of course, if you get a short video. But there's no tracking whatsoever. And then there's also a difference in reporting UFO sightings between commercial pilots and uh, military pilots. Military pilots can be required to um, give an exact testimony of what they saw. It might have even been their mission. Commercial pilots, on the other hand, they don't have to report UFOs. They can, of course, and it's happening more and more. But there is a clear difference between the way the two aviator types report and the requirements for it. Now, when a commercial pilot sees a UFO and wants to report it, they tend to contact the FAA. The FAA, however, redirects them to the National UFO Reporting Center, or NUFORC. There they actually process the reports. And since 1998, they have received 280,000 written reports. According to Peter Davenport, a commercial pilot and a former flight instructor who has run NUFORC since 1994. In a Forbes article of January 2021, Davenport explains... We serve as a clearinghouse for sightings of suspected UFOs, whether it be a senior pilot for an airline or whether it be a great school kid. 
we take their calls over our hotline. And then I encourage them to submit a written report. And the report you see on our website is the result of that process. Davenport also says that he regularly receives reports of UAP or UFO sightings from FAA headquarters in Virginia. Estimating that he received six to eight reports between November 2020 and May 2021. That's six to eight reports in about six months. Let's say one report every month from the FAA headquarters in Virginia. Davenport further explains that reports from pilots hold special value. They give excellent reports, he says. That's why they're of great interest to me. For UFO curious civilians interested in delving deeper into sightings by pilot, it is also recommended to look at the National Aviation Reporting Center on Anomalous Phenomena, or NARCAP, which has documented confidential reports by aviation professionals since 1999. According to the NARCAP website, many pilots wait until they retire to report UAP incidents because of a prevalent stigma of reporting such events. NARCAP has logged probably more pilot and aviation related reports than any other organization and also attempts to very cautiously analyze these kinds of reports. In addition to NUFARC and NARCAP, there's a third organization where commercial pilots can confidentially report UAP or UFO incidents. NASA runs the Aviation Safety Reporting System, which also captures anonymous reports from pilots, dispatchers, air traffic control, cabin crew and other aviation professionals, then analyzes the data and disseminates the information to the aviation community. So these are all reports of sightings. However, that doesn't mean that these are all aliens or anything like that. It could be birds, clusters of helium balloons, hang gliders, free-falling skydivers. But yeah, some of them are truly UAPs or UFOs. So we have looked at the differences between commercial pilots and military pilots. They differ in their mission. They differ in their sensors and also in the reporting and now we also know which bodies exist for pilots to report to and these bodies are NUFARC, NARCAP and NASA's Aviation Safety Reporting System. Now let's have a look at a couple of sightings and some of them even have footage and pictures. A very interesting sighting, a reported sighting took place on the 23rd of February 2021. American Airlines Flight 2292 was passing over New Mexico en route to Arizona. There, the pilots saw an object going over the top of them, a long cylindrical object. If you want to hear the pilot's call, you can find it on YouTube on the Global News Channel. Here the pilot says, We just had something go right over the top of us, that I hate to say this, looked like a long cylindrical object. It almost looked like a cruise missile type of thing that was moving really fast. The pilot continues, Do you have any targets up here? We just had something go right over the top of us. Now this call was intercepted by an aviation enthusiast who contacted the FAA. And then the FAA referred him to the FBI. The FAA actually confirmed the pilot reporting, but radar didn't see the object. 
So from this sighting, we have an actual call from the pilot, but no photo or video. But there is another sighting of which there is a video, and this one took place in February 2020 in Medellin, Colombia. It's a video of a UFO taken by the pilot of an Airbus 320. You can see it on the YouTube History Channel. Now this object kind of looks like a cube, a metallic polyhydrant. It's dark in color and it's got some points sticking out of it. It was spotted at an altitude of about 30,000 feet. So this time it's not a tic-tac shape, it's not a saucer shape, not a cigar shape. No, this time they saw a cube or an object with multiple facets. You can also see this video on the Travel Channel. There, on the story of Ozzy, Ozzy Osbourne, one of my favorite rock stars, actually comments on the video. And he added an interesting sighting himself. Not by himself, but he heard of it. And this sighting was from a pilot, a commercial pilot, who saw three orbs flying around. And then above him, there was this massive mothership. And Ozzy Osbourne continued that apparently Project Blue Book told the pilot not to tell anyone he has ever seen it and they took the film away. So Ozzy Osbourne was talking about a pilot who made a video of three orbs flying around and a massive mothership. Very interesting. So coming back to the cube and also the cigar-shaped UFO sighting uh, in Arizona by a pilot, Again, we see there are so many different types of UFOs. Another interesting sighting was by a former F-18 pilot named Mark Halsey when he was piloting a private jet off the coast of LA. There he saw seven mysterious objects thousands of feet above him. Ben Hansen, the famous UFO investigator who is also on the case of the Wisconsin Firefly UFOs, got the clip and says that these sightings happen more frequently or are noticed more. Halsey says lots more pilots with lots more videos are coming out. There's more info on this sighting on the YouTube channel today. Now these sighting of multiple objects happen a lot. It's not a single cube or cigar. No, it's multiple objects. Uh, also with the Wisconsin um, Firefly UFOs, and with the 1997 Phoenix lights, which have also been seen by a private pilot, Kurt Russell, the actor. At the time, he didn't report it, but later in an interview, he mentioned that he uh, saw a TV program about the Phoenix lights and then thought, hey, that's what I saw. So now we have looked at a cigar-shaped UFO flying above an airliner from American Airlines, of which we have a call, a report from the pilot. And then we took a look at the Cube UFO, a video taken in Medellin, Colombia. And then we looked at the seven mysterious objects taped by Mark Halsey, former F-18 pilot, while he was piloting a private jet off the coast of LA. Now, the last example today of a commercial pilot sighting a UFO is one that took place in Alaska. This time there's no video or a report or call but the pilot did take pictures. This happened in 2019, when Theo Chesley, a commercial pilot, was flying above the Aleutian Islands in Alaska. 
You can check out more about this on the DMAX UK channel on YouTube. Now what makes this case so special is not just a sighting or that there are pictures of it, but according to Theo Chesley, the pilot, his plane was actually pulled off course by the UFO. Now, from all the sightings so far, this is the only one I know of where the sighted UFO actually affected the airplane. Let's take a look. So the pilot was flying above Alaska and then suddenly found this sphere, like a white circle, you can see it in the pictures. An observatory says it was a smoke ring, but Theo, the pilot, says it didn't move in a uniform fashion and it was moving towards the mountain. He estimated it at the time to be 20 feet in diameter. Now this was not the only thing he saw. Suddenly, this shape was appearing out of the top side of the mountain. There's a picture of this as well. And it looks kind of like triangular. And lastly, he found a third thing appearing from the side of the mountain, which was like a green sphere. Now this took place in about five to seven minutes. And during that time, the first thing he saw, that uh, ring, the sphere, the white one, was changing shape and it turned into a teardrop shape. He now was 500 feet away from the object and they saw that it was the size of a fighter jet. So in 2019, a commercial pilot, Theo Chesley, saw three objects in Alaska and he took pictures. But that was at that time, six months later, exactly in the same place where he found the white sphere. There was another object this time. It was this strange shape hiding within the clouds. It looked like it's been cloaked and there was this vortex coming from the top and it was also changing shape within those clouds. So go to the DMAX UK channel on YouTube and you can see those pictures of the fourth object as well. The one he saw six months after the first sighting. But when he saw this fourth UFO, something strange happened. He had his plane on autopilot and the autopilot started steering 30 degrees towards the mountain. This obviously startled Theo Chesley and he steered back to his original course. And then it happened again. This is the only case where the UFO actually affects the controls of an aircraft. This fourth encounter was not just a sighting, it was an interaction. Theo actually think magnetic forces have been involved. And remember, this fourth sighting took place six months after he saw the first three UFOs in the same spot. And this last sighting, the fourth one, of this strange shape hiding in the clouds, sat exactly where the previous sphere six months ago was. So we have looked at a couple of cases, some documented through audio, some through pictures, and some through videos, and even one where it was not just a sighting, but also an interaction with a UFO. What can we conclude from all this? We certainly can see that there are more sightings being reported by commercial pilots. 
and that there are enough organizations for them to go to, should they see something. We have also seen different shapes and different numbers of UFOs, and UFOs reoccurring in certain locations. Also, apparently, UFOs have the ability to affect the controls of an airplane. So now we have military pilots seeing UFOs and civilian pilots seeing UFOs. UFOs in the skies over land, UFOs over water, UFOs in the water or getting out of the water, also called USOs. We have seen them at night, by day, very small ones, extremely large ones, some flying solo, some appearing to fly in formation, and of course there are more and more reports coming in. With these findings we have come to the end of this episode and this year. 2022 has been a very interesting year for ufology, and it looks like 2023 is going to be even more interesting. It might even be the year of full disclosure. Who knows, right? We'll see. Anyways, I am looking forward to our next UFO investigation together on the Fox One podcast. Have a great 2023.